1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tommy, Hector, and Larita podcast. Which this week is called. I've decided. Oh, go on. We haven't had this for a while. No. Internationale
2: You're mad for the inters. Why?
1: Okay. Yeah. Internationale
2: Internazionale.
1: Internazionale. Well, yeah, yeah we go for that. As I said
3: last week I'm not fighting anymore.
2: Just Neither am I. I'm not fighting. We and Hector nice. don't care. It's not we don't
1: it. care. We'll take
3: that today. We will. We will discuss another one next week.
2: Look, <laughs> well, I just give a big
1: shout out to. All the postmen uh, and delivery drivers in the country, because um, last week was a fairly emotional week for them, fairly emotional and hard going. Why? Because um, it's because all the kids went back to school. It was the first time since uh, December mm. that the prime all the primary school and all the secondary school kids. Uh, were out of the house and a lot of mams and dads are working from home so Mm -hmm. it was the first time in four months that there was uh, that there was parents on their own in their house and it was the first time in four or five months that parents could have loud orgasms yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my word jiggy jiggy there were postmen driving (laughs) around a house in the States and for the first time since December dads were gone Get into
0: it!
2: There were curtains into. pulled and there was oh yes so There's
1: been a lot of orgasms into muffled pillows and shoulders. <laughs> uh, and since, where's the key of that room? And uh, the
2: weather's nice and, and the, the windows weather, are open. Oh, 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 all yeah. types
1: of roaring oh, and from, roared so, and squealing. Uh, and, and the postmen were mortified. They were, so, yeah. A big shout out to them. Rachel Blackmore
3: has to be celebrated and we have to give Is she into Clayton. Clayton Blackmore
2: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, maybe Maybe she,
3: she's, a, she's Tipperary But we have to And I have to give her a shout out Did you see her in the Grand National
2: Oh it was unreal It's
3: just no, What I would you say about I her like her. Tommy Tommy in un, 157 years yeah. Of Tommy's the Grand National Tommy's like a
2: doctor National, there Writing a certificate yeah. of a, a sick, a We have certificate. to
3: say That Rachel Blackmore I wouldn't is know her
1: re- now from re-
2: Rachel from Countdown
3: Rewriting the history books Champion jockey of Cheltenham Grand National, first time ever uh, a female. She's jo- not
1: rewriting the history books. She is rewriting. them. Oh, she's works. writing them. She, yeah, she's re- rewriting is changing history.
3: Just go with it here now, right? Go she, with the flow with this. Go yeah. with this. We have to acknowledge.
2: News if just in: Rachel, if she doesn't you're win, if she doesn't win. Every sports. The Germans played. won the Second World War. That'd
1: be rewriting history.
3: BBC books. Sports Personality of the Year, the Irish Sports Person of the Year, <laughs> Rachel Blackmore. What
1: about the horse? The horse gets no fucking credit at all. I'll he come to that in a second. Of water thrown over him.
3: The only Her, sport him. in the world where a woman is outshining the men on equal pay, on equal opportunity. No other sport in the world is allowing it, and she is by far and away the greatest jockey we have produced in years. Unbelievable, Rachel Blackmore. No, will, I've got that. I just want to say that.
2: Right. Well, that's well done. Well, that's, like that's, we, that's, I have that's to and say, and Manella,
3: Manella Times.
2: Uh, she was. She's absolutely incredible. Like, and uh, I love is that. She yeah, I, sh- I love that. She's uh, th- 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 actually no. the one great thing about horse but racing is it, is it, and horse riding yes. is that um, uh, show jumping that men and women are not. Um, there's no comparison made between. E- them. There's the, no yeah, female sport versus the male. It's easier for the women, sport. though. It's easier for them. Why? Because they're lighter.
1: If I was a horse And I had to run Fucking three miles Over fences I'd be Get, get a
3: no, woman No they're all mate. Around the
1: same weight
3: Nine no, five it's it's nice a, f- it's to I have to no, 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 say no. That,
2: that jump racing You have to be Fierce Jeez. Fucking like oh, Adrenaline And you brave know, like, Fearless I mean, The amount of injuries That jockeys get From jump riding Or jump
3: racing Like But speaking of Rachel Blackmore To 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 win the three top races at
2: Cheltenham and don't forget and our friend Davey who's coming back from his big injury as well and Davey s- Smith that we went to school with
1: and the same man <laughs> who,
2: Davey who
3: Davy?
1: stockbroker so <laughs> the boys that were riding us sideways and
3: Loretta you know I'm, I'm looking at you here because I'm not engaging with uh, with, with uh, Mr
2: with Negative Nancy in the corner the corn guy here. who
3: bred both horses from the Manila the Manila, Hotel Manila uh, point to point uh, mayors and stuff Is what does that even mean he owns me. the hotel down down Clonmel uh, the Hotel Manila in Clonmel of course he does and he breeds horses, and it's Manila Indo and Manila Times. It's incredible to think that he's won the World, uh, the Gold Cup, and the Grand National breeding mares out in the farm and counting. She's sure, more t- power to, magnificent. to Rachel,
2: and hopefully she keeps. I just wanted to say, Rachel Blackmore, have magnificent. Have you ever
3: met her? Never met her. She is magnificent. What's her skill? She is the greatest pilot jockey we have seen in years. She is just well, What's her skill Hector? Her skill is her race decisions When she cuts Paul Townsend off At the top of the hill in Cheltenham When there's 16 horses Looking for the inside And she cuts them off And they would be using Choice language like, Get the fuck out of there That's my channel That's my tunnel And he cut Paul Townsend and off she's saying, On a Willie Mullins favourite She wouldn't be well, There'd be choice words Her race riding brain And her strength and her agility and her skill is second to none. Rachel Blackmore, welcome to the big
1: time. Would you, you'd like to meet her, obviously, by
3: the time.
2: <laughs> I was just <laughs> going to say, maybe we I could mean, arrange she, a hook up she, there. She, she it's not
3: often that I see my missus crying at sport. she bawling crying when she won the national. Bawling for her. How come? Because I just... Did she have, did she have money on another it's horse? An <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's an emotional... It's an emotional mo- sporting moment. I, emotional. Cried, I cried when England... <laughs> beat The boys in Ireland beat the boys in Crowe. Jesus, Park. I was
2: going to say, don't finish that sentence. Don't but say you were crying when England was. We something.
3: were standing up, we gave her a, a, a standing ovation in the house, the house. Every one mean. of us. <laughs> <It's I thought laughs> in get in here, lads. Get in here and give her a standing ovation, lads. Rachel Blackmore, is that the National. international? Yes, Rachel. No, and they're
1: pouring a, buckets of
3: water yeah, on the horse.
1: It's all very well, you know, coming to the party after the fact. But before the race, did you put any money on her? No. No, you no, didn't. You course. Yeah, you no, didn't. No, I was on any second now. It's now. I was
3: I've got any on any second now. Did you now. back her at Cheltenham? Uh backed her in a, in a race on the Thursday where she came from last to first and dropped the horse on the line and the horse wins by a short head. She's a genius.
2: I don't know if he She's an absolute
1: there.
3: genius.
2: She's, she's be, class, I she's think class. she'd
1: be afraid to meet you, Hector, because you're too you'd be on Yeah, you're like a super fan. She'd be on the back foot the whole time. Right,
2: that's the end. That's a it. super fun. Let's You're just becoming
3: say, becoming a bit weird. Let's now. just say, whoever's editing this show now, stick in that lovely bit of music when I say this, Rachel Blackmore.
1: Now I was talking earlier about the postman uh, calling round to the house. Like when the postman called round to your house on Tuesday morning, but the window's open. Is that what they heard? <laughs> <on>. Rachel Blackmore. <laughs> yeah, know
3: you
2: Oh let's go a the outside and, it's, it's, and second now The post might be wondering who, who Rachel is. That no, is there's no f- post coming to the house with Rachel written on the front of it.
1: Isn't it great to have the kids back in school? Oh, yeah. Certainly is. Uh Lurita got uh, an email from Joe Biden.
2: Larissa gets an email from him every week. Straight (laughs) in, straight in with the big
1: news.
3: That's lads. Can
2: can you tell us about it? No. What do you mean? No, Larissa. It's uh, classified information. It comes comes under the Classified Information Act, 2021. What I will, I (laughs) I have prepared a statement. I couldn't possibly comment regarding your
1: mail.
3: Yes. The tension in the north with the uh, loyalist activity. I think it's an honor that Joe has chosen you to go up there to be the new peacemaker. <laughs> Can you imagine in the north? Could you imagine sending Lolita?
2: On that note, I've been practicing my northern accent. You know, they say in the north that you can't. People in the south can't do proper northern accents. Yes. Yeah. So I've, I've been practicing it.
3: Right. Let's all have a northern accent,
2: accent off. Off. face off. Okay. Here right. we go. So, will give us the sentence to say. Uh, say something. What well, am I
1: sucking spoon n- food? You come
2: up. Oh, come yeah. on, you have to come up with it yourself. Uh, okay, you go first. You've I? been
3: practicing this. Go, you on. go first. No, you go you...
2: first. I have been practicing, but I need to practice it again. Go on, you go first. I need to make sure it's right.
1: Sure. So is there one time about eight nine years ago? Now, when I, this particular accent now would be that's Donegal. That's Donegal. Yeah, Derry, Derry accent now. But yeah, when I moved, said okay. Go on, and then but uh, Belfast is more kind of like that. Belfast. I was shot. I was shot. That's like your (laughs) man, the golfer. What's his name?
3: Graham McDowell. This course will eat you up and spit you out.
1: (laughs) I was shot in the head (laughs) ten times. I shot in the head ten times. (laughs) Can I ask, can I
3: just say, to refute the accusation, is that this is a matter
1: I love that. I'll tell you a joke. I'll tell you a yeah. fucking joke now to yeah. rattle you. Are you telling us a is joke is not accident, the is is issue here? A fella goes into an off-licence in the north and he's from, he's from Dublin and he says, a bottle of wine, please. And she goes, there you go now. And he says, how much is that? How much is that? He said he's, he's from Dublin or something. And she goes, 10.66. Uh, and he goes, Huh? Oh, The bottle of Hastings Uh And she said I'm new here Wait till I ask the boss Willie Do we have a bottle of Hastings (laughs) That's
2: absolutely ridiculous
1: Yeah Yeah, It's joking
2: Okay Loretta So my my northern accent Is pretty strong Actually Because I'm from Rory McIlroy No that's that's not bad
1: That's about Ballycastle
2: no, no, that's uh, I, I like this what part of the, the country. I like are this, you from? I like this part of uh, of Belfast. All right, mate. All right, they don't say all right; they say all right. light, all light, like all right, mate. Are you from right, ba-
3: mate? Are you from Ballygolly or Ballymoney or Newtonards or Ballywarde
2: I think I think the most important thing what for all of this? us. What to India? have a good Northern accent. What about this accent here? This is an accent <laughs> of a somebody. Delhi crime. Delhi crime. <laughs> a north. Right. Can you do a northern slash slash Indian accent? A Northern
1: slash Indian... I could give a. I could. I could try a Chinese fella, who uh, came over from China, and is now living in Belfast.
2: Yeah, go on. Okay,
1: okay. I, I might need a few goals ahead. Right.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh! I tell you now, though I don't understand what to <laughs>
3: That's like there was a Chinese down by the there's a Chinese down by the Roshan Dove that away uh, that's been there for years. And Jason, I think, was a lad in there and pure Chinese looking lad. And you go in, and you say, "How's it going? How's it going? How's stock? Where are you looking for?" And he's pure Clad
1: accent. I just <laughs> love that. I was reading um, Charlie it's- and the Glass Elevator. Uh, to my wife Yvonne <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on, Do tell us more
1: No to, to one of the chislers right. uh, I was Reading Charlie and the Glass Elevator So it was written by Roald Dahl In the 1960s I think But the casual crack racism Of it is phenomenal So there's a Going scene There's stuff that you wouldn't get away with now So there's a scene where um, uh, The Glass Elevator as you all know Is about Willy Wonka and Charlie Bucket and the elevator that they leave the chocolate factory and goes straight up into space. But there's also there's a the Americans have built a space hotel up there and they're sending workers to get it ready for tourists. But the glass elevator is going to get there before the fucking and it's all so the president of America is uh, he thinks it's Russian spies in the glass (laughs) elevator. Uh, So he phones the Russian president and then he phones the Chinese president. And uh, every time he phones he's, he, gets, he gets a fucking Chinese takeaway He gets a fucking Chinese law threat <laughs> And he, the front, the front,
2: <laughs> What front, do you mean every time Like the
1: there's, there's, a, there's a phone uh, In the President's office right. That's a direct line to China But there's something <laughs> going on with the network That he keeps getting other numbers So he, he picks up and goes "Oh, Hello This is Mr. Mr. Wing This is the Mr. Wing And the President puts it on the phone He tries again he goes, Hello this is Mr. Wong. <laughs> and he says, the, the joker said, Jesus, every time I wing, I get a Wong number. <laughs> so casual racism, my love. It. Anyway, so I have a question for you.
2: Right.
1: I was talking to a fella recently. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good men in the next little while now are going to be 80 this year. Right. My father's going to be 80.
2: Right.
1: Uh, Bob Dylan. Is going to be 80. Right. Uh, uh, the president of the... Country. Of the United Irish Emirates uh. Uh, is going to be 80 this year. Uh, 41 was a big year to be born. And I'm just... I was thinking, can you describe yourself to me when you're 80? Oh, like, what do you... What do you, if you can it's you imagine yourself questions. as Isn't an
2: 80-year-old? Very philosophical. But I was just... A curiosity, like... My, my Well, I mean, thing. you are practically—you act like an eighty-year-old now. So I gave you such a <laughs> fucking jig in the ribs. <laughs> you, what do you say? You, I mean, practically, you could be an eighty-year-old. I mean, you, Rita, everything the, you do is like something an eighty-year-old to do. Can I just you say? You get it? up at ten o'clock. You have soft Excuse breakfast. Me? you have soft, like a soft. soft egg. Breakfast you have some so, a tube. You have some. You've you like a soft egg, or you have like a bit of soft willy. And you, yeah, yeah, you've all that stuff. You've a walking stick, which I've ordered by the way, and should have be you? here soon. Yeah.
1: I'm so excited about this limp
3: I have, um, Hector. Yeah, I have,
2: Hector. I have a real fucking See, limp. Well, you had a limp. A limp
3: on the video last week, and people couldn't believe it.
2: Yeah, he's a, so a bit. You. I mean, I don't. Think there's Am much I for just you hanging on hard. by
3: my coattails to the 40s?
2: You're normal there. You're happily living in your... <laughs> going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> What's your man? Younger? I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Is, now, is he going older or younger? Oh, I think that's, that's Benjamin Be- Button. Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but you have... You wear cardigans. You wear scarves. You've got a beard. You yes. smoke a pipe. Yes. You wear a hat. Yes. You're bald. He yes. drinks whiskey. You drink whiskey. Yes. He doesn't talk to anyone on social media. Doesn't use social media. Doesn't has interact a with his friends. Doesn't have a basically doesn't have a phone. Only when somebody gives it to you to look yeah. at one when, hour when a week. When he's in a pub having the crack, he wants to go home. go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has to be in bed by seven <laughs> no, o'clock. No, sorry, Tommy, but and that what was of, the funniest.
1: Yeah. And and what about looking at young ones then?
2: Um, well, <laughs> I don't know if that cuts off at
1: any particular like, age I, I, I knew a fella I knew a fella who lived near one of the uh, convents in town and we used to play snooker together and he was in his late 70s and he, he'd, he'd always fucking disappear at a, a quarter to one I, I, <laughs> I'd come back at a quarter past <laughs> two. It took me fucking years to figure out he'd go home and he'd stand at the window with the the cacks around the fucking ankles, pulling himself asunder, watching the young <laughs> ones come out of the fucking convent going
2: down the town for their lunch. Yeah, 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 Right, Well, Tommy, that's, that's not me. No, not. no, you've gone past that as well. Uh, so,
1: as an eight-year-old, like you could imagine yourself like. Like Hector 38 more years Tommy yeah, So grandchildren way. Do you have grandchildren? Oh many? hopefully yeah. How many? I'd say No there'll only be boys In
3: my family Do you know that? Yeah. Of all the grandkids There's only one girl In Denmark But there's 9 or 10 boys There's boys rampant On my wife's side Yeah, But they might marry women Yeah but <laughs> No but the children There's all my, my mother-in-law Great woman County Clare She
1: has 8 grandkids 8 boys isn't that strange? That's a bit like the anti Ray things. So imagine having an anti called County Clare. <laughs> we're not going down any of this. I'm not engaging. Clare is is her first Clare name? Clare Evelyn, I said. It, is it was, her, name was, her name was Evelyn. She's
3: eight grandkids and they're all boys. I'd love to have a, load of, a, a clatter of grandkids,
1: yeah. Uh, what would I be now doing? You, now, you, at the, uh, when you're 80... What would I be doing? Hang on. At your, when you're 80 now, you'd be done travelling. <laughs> You'd be, you be sitting on a throne That you got from the king of Ethiopia That he said to Yeah from Haile Selassie ha-
3: I'd yeah. be there going Namaste Everyone who comes into the house Then I'll be going Namaste Come over here and sit. No, remember the time I was I, in the Playboy Mansion <laughs> I could see a head to your oh, Don't
2: tell us the Playboy Mansion I bet he's going to be doing yoga Or something
1: No he'll be sitting He'll have a special room in the house And there'll be 45 Fucking plasma screens All around him With racing And soccer And fucking And the stock exchange And, and fucking horses Getting rode And done deal for cars Yeah and he would be there <laughs> Be like, be have a, a look at that He'd be wearing a pair of shades That you can't <laughs> see through Up on the big show <laughs> You got from Ethiopia And he all the grandkids Go on Go in and see the king Go in and see the king <laughs> And then the door opened His little grandchild Walking <laughs> Who's coming to see me now <laughs> <laughs>
3: Who's dying <had> to do <laughs> Did I ever tell you the time I got 67 In a break in the embassy <laughs> No <Nah,
1: but laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. have no teeth either By the sounds of it <laughs> And then over in the other corner tommy would be sitting there <laughs> No, I, I won't make it. I'll be reincarnated. No, I think you ah, will. be stop. I'll be reincarnated by then. Yeah, probably. I'll be on to my next life. You'll I come back so. in as a frog or if something. No, I won't. I'll be a 10-year-old fucking African warlord. Mugembe. <laughs> <I'll, laughs> what will your name be? Mugembe. And i <laughs> would be Mugembe and i would have a fucking Kalashnikov. And i would be going... Don't my, touch those diamonds! Do not touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Mugimbe. Mugimbe, the 10-year-old African
3: yeah, warlord. Yeah, I
2: think you'll definitely be re by will then. what would you be?
1: Will you be? Larisha, come
3: on,
2: tell I'll us. I'll be like a lovely, soft, Grandmother, like you know from oh. the west of Ireland, How are you? with false teeth and I grey hair. That Yeah, and I'll be knitting, knitting jumpers, knitting and shorts and for the soccer for the football team. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be, uh, I'll be making little blankets for the, the, the oh. I don't, yeah, How many grandkids. I'll now? be good at baking brown bread and apple tarts, and that's what I'll be. doing. Jesus, that's, that'll be my. I'll be like my grandmother was,
1: and a brood of a clatter of grandchildren.
2: I'm not sure there could be anyone's children because I don't have any yet so I'd need to get... <laughs> by yeah. the way, by the rate I'm going, I'll be having the kids when I'm 80. <laughs> I'll be feeding the children. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's what I'll be like. That's a great kind of
1: destination to have in your head. I'd
2: like to think there was always this lady that used to come to where where we're from, and she lived beside the lake, and she used to go swimming all the time, every day, like even in her late seventies. I'd love to be able. I'd love to think that I'd like to do that, like keep young by going into the water and swimming. The lakes would be colder now than the sea. They would, yeah, something like that. You know, just sometimes when you meet ladies, immerse myself in Knockmore and just be like. There's great energy
3: from ladies in their 60s and 70s. you ever yeah. meet those really vivacious... I'd probably be in the
2: Knockmore control. Ladies group and, uh, you know, doing things like that. You know, going to Mass. I'd probably start going to Mass again. You, woman, you go yeah. to Mass when you're 80. Like, of course you, you do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. If you're still alive. And yeah. uh, that kind of stuff.
3: Adoration. you went yeah. into to adoration for an hour.
2: Yeah. Uh, the only thing I probably wouldn't be able to stick through is uh, Good Friday. I don't like that service on Good Friday, whatever you call it. That Mass is not good. It takes it's too a bit long. too serious, is it? Yeah, mm. I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever break down for that.
1: Best mass I was ever at was a uh, one in a Russian Orthodox church in London. It was fucking
2: tremendous. What did you do? Walk past yeah, that? That's a totally
1: that? different ball game. I just, I just walked in. I, I saw this little church. You, you wouldn't even see it if you were looking for. it. that's how small it was, little secret fucking doorway. And I walked in, and I was the only fella there apart from the priests. It was all these Russian women with the scarves above over their heads, and the priest turns his back to the congregation mm, in the Russian right. Orthodox church and it's all the wor- walls looked as if they were Burnt. It was kind of charcoal effect, and a beautiful icon of Christ up on the wall. And you couldn't, you could not know if you were at mass or a fucking human sacrifice, which is what mass is basically. Isn't yes. it? because You do. You have them. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. The drama. The drama has gone out of Irish mass. Yeah. It's too casual. It's, like, it's almost like going through the toll booth in Enfield. It's, just, it's a bit too, come up now and get your communion fuck
3: they, off.
2: It's, it's, they do it's quick.
1: It's gone to 20
3: minutes They're just now. reading.
2: It do you know what kills me? That they have to read the prayers every day in the Mass. Like the priest has to turn the page like to read the next prayer. I mean, he's saying Mass every single day of the year, 365 days. How does he not know the Mass off heart? Well, it used Irish? to Good be question. 50
3: minutes. Now it's down to 12 or 20 or 15. People are looking at their watches. They're looking for quick in, quick out. Get the communion, out. And once also, the also,
2: communion's over, the nicest
3: mass I've ever been in, and I really it's it's the Irish mass, the mass from start to finish, Australia with music and hymns and the whole thing, Australia is immense. What's the church like in Clare It's nice. I go, I, I'm sort of flitting between the two. I haven't been involved. There's boat. two churches, there's two, there's a church in Lacca, which is to one side of me, yeah. and there's a church in Clare So my boys would have been, uh, Communion would have, and Confirmation Would have been in Laca Which would be the closer church But two fine churches A lot of churches Are, are, they, cl- are they recently
1: are cl- built? Uh, are they I'd John say they're,
3: the 70s. I, they're 70s They're 70s they've, They're 70s with a cool Sort of an extension on it And yeah They've been done up a little bit They're, they're pretty modern looking churches mm. uh, And there's another one in Coularn That's closed down And there's many churches I think hundreds of churches Have closed in the last couple of years In Ireland Because there's no priests To man them Yes the are priests Of
1: course there There will be priests coming in Called McKimba. Are, mm. the priests are now coming over from Africa and from the Philippines to say Mass for people well
2: that'll be fun I'll go to Mass when they start to yes. say Mass because that'll be a bit more interesting and interactive I think yeah. Mass is just too repetitive and now. it's probably the one priest that's happened yeah.
3: yeah, the priest is becoming a rep now between country churches that's exactly what he will be in the a Eucharistic future. rep a Eucharistic <laughs> rep he'll have he'll have I a company car he'll have a, he'll have a company car he'll have the wife he'll have a he'll have say a Toledo <laughs> <laughs> or a, a Volkswagen Passage Sat and he'll be on uh, per deems, he'll get expenses, and he'll go to three or four churches every day. Mark mark my words, priests locum priests.
2: He'll
3: He'll open up the boot, and all his gear will be in there. Yeah, and he could say
2: mass in the boot of the car,
3: and then he'll go do the mass, and then he'll head off for his next appointment, which is 50 miles away, flat out getting mileage.
2: Yeah, so that's what you're going to be like anyway. Now, uh, I think so. That that's. I
1: I would love to be like a a, a soft Al Grandad with all the fucking angles lived out of myself. Like I'm full of angles at the minute, do you know what I mean? But pure softness like. And I'll cardigan of a granddad who always has worders and pyjamas on always. all the time all oh, oh, pyjamas on and someone putting me mickey back in to <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs>
3: Jesus
2: Christ and his
3: mickey half out <laughs> it's
2: mickey has to be grandad your
3: mickey's out it. again <laughs> grandad will put, you put oh, your mickey on tell your, tell your mother to come in here and put that back in for me. <laughs> 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 should there, should there's no harm in that <laughs> you <Surely there's> mickey <laughs> Oh, Granda! Not <laughs> no, your Mickey again. A little flaccid, white Betty's Town member. <laughs> but
1: you always have a few sweets in me. Wine <laughs> really gums. Wine oh white gums. <laughs> Do you know what I did? Choking away
3: the. I bought a bag. I bought a bag of emeralds the other day on the road.
2: Oh, in The glove wrong.
3: compartment. The fucker. I'd be, I'd be The left hand goes across to the
1: glove compartment and is stuck in traffic.
3: And out comes the emeralds. I love
1: I uh, sucky hard sweets for the road. Yeah. yeah. And I would put four foxes glassy on mints in my mouth. <laughs> At four, the
2: same time. Oh, I fucking love it. With
1: four fishermen's friends. There's these massive lollipops you can get now called gourmet lollipops. It's a size of takes ages to fucking suck the life out of them. Ages.
2: <laughs> gourmet lollipops. Gourmet
1: lollipops. They're, you get they are fu- they're get, awful posh. They're, I don't know where you, you get them in a couple of the garages, but they're Fucking massive oh, Yes
2: That's a good idea, Lollipop. But the yeah. only thing is once it's in your mouth you can't really leave it down anyway. No, you have you to once, keep it once there. you start
1: sucking, you have to go you have to the, keep going. You have to yeah. keep going.
2: You'll have sore jaws. Oh, you the will time yeah. you get to Dublin. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> uh, Eighty
3: years I'm of age I
1: was worn out sucking.
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
3: uh, is there any listener out there who is in their eighties and give us you know what I mean? Because eighties are milestone, isn't it? And they say it's going, Keras scorbliana. Keras scorbliana. That's it. Isn't it lovely?
2: Yeah. Mm. It's nice. Uh, well, hopefully we'll all get there.
3: Ah, we will. Well, of Tommy's
2: course. there already, well, so he can tell us what it's like from being 80. I, I might have this limp forever. I have a
1: feeling. I oh, t- you I, I told you will. that the pa- no. all the power's <clears throat> gone to my left arm. Yeah. I saw left t- arm is just for pointing and for yeah. For, for cardigans, but my left leg is now. Gone I saw gone. Tommy How long has
3: it since I fed? Tommy I saw you during the week in Tesco's And you were fairly moving around the car park Then the minute I come this today, isn't, Who are you? Then, I, then I come today you, I And the limp is gone Did you see that Lorena? He was <laughs> spotted downtown the other day Flying around the place And when we come out Oh, oh,
2: oh. Like benefit jeans Are you spaghetti?
1: fucking moonlighting <laughs> as a <laughs> <laughs> private detective for insurance companies.
2: <laughs> Tommy. We're there with the binoculars. Well, yeah? well if Tommy Ternan was doing his shopping in Tesco, I'd blow myself over. I'm only as joking. If he would no, the limp is back. the walking
0: around the, the the supermarket.
1: And by the way, I've, I'm disgusted that you haven't noticed something. Absolutely fucking. You call yourself friends of mine, and uh, you're as blind as you cut your, your beard. You did the cut day. your beard. No, I didn't. It's you cut your nasal hair. <laughs> no, no, that's not that. That's not that. Not that at all. Oh, look at his cocking. So, what? No, it's nothing to do with me. But, I mean, it's something to do notice. with
2: you, so how would then would we notice it? No, no who's fucking, fucking phone? Mumbai. I tried to put it how on. How do you mean, like, it's something changed about you? I've
1: done something with my life, and uh But you, is you, it visible I to us? You haven't noticed. What's this with the phone, I've man? Gone to the just turn it off.
2: It was on silent.
1: Then so why can we hear it? It's on airplane now.
2: I, I don't notice. Will te- well, I
1: tell you what it is now? I'll tell you what it is. You call yourself Give us and a friends. clue. Give us a clue. No, I'm not giving you guys. Tell you fucking straight up. So is it a visual thing? I just tell you? No.
2: Tell us, tell
1: No! Us. I haven't had a drink for six days.
2: Weird. Okay. Why? I knew there was no... I, I knew thought, I thought it was going to be I thought, I thought you were I'm weird. I'm going to
3: have to get me teeth done. I'm have to get the penis enlargement. I'm have to get me Adam maple trimmed. I'm have to get me hips done. No, I haven't had a drink. I it's haven't had a glass with you for six days. Hey, let's fucking bring out the bunting here. It's yeah. fucking bunting Bob.
2: Why did you stop? For like, fuck's sake, Tommy. I knew you, there was something weird about you. <laughs> Thought it was worth mentioning. I mean,
1: I will this time next week. will i be saying I haven't had a drink in thirteen days. I you the DTs that me? No, not the DTs. I, the rats at all. running up the walls. No, not at all. I'm just awful bored of an evening. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Just bored of evening. That's and
2: all. you didn't take up any other drink. Just no, no more. No, whiskey. but I've
1: noticed that. It, I, the thing about drinking that bothers me would be waking up in the morning with a slightly muggy head. Mm. Like I love the feeling of getting into bed with an expensive whiskey. Yes. Like none of your fucking. 20, 30 quid, forty quid bottles. Fuck that! <laughs> like if you're going to go drinking, fucking Hit it hard. Two hundred and fifty pound bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty pound of fucking glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, and I love it. I love the. I love complicated whiskey. I love. I love when you smell.
2: Are whiskey. you one of these? Are you one of these now? <laughs> oh yes, I'm getting some notes of uh, hints of uh, oak coming through here and just uh, no, a little bit of a Jewberry mm. or some I don't even know if that's a berry God, but, <laughs> but they Chelsea. make shoes and for Chelsea. No.
1: <laughs> 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 where'd you get the both got them in <laughs> <Jewberries>. <laughs> oh they're lovely they're well wearing have them there well wear the Jewberries, <laughs> 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 Jewberries. Um, uh, no I love I love a, a complicated smell I, I wouldn't have no, I wouldn't know what I'm smelling but a, a, a complicated smell is that there's more than one thing going on in it yeah, it's not just like you get some drinks, you smell them. There's just a one smell. Yeah, with the complicated ones, oh, there's two or three things going on there, and you put it in your mouth. Oh, jeez, it's the three of all and then you swallow it. Oh, the fuck, the crack isn't over yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I I did notice is that I was getting up and like I've been having a, a tremendous glass of whiskey. I would say each night for about five or six years. Okay, yeah. and that's, uh, that's fairly that's a that's a commitment.
2: Yeah, that is like <laughs> that's a long term contract.
1: Yeah. And then I would I would notice in the morning sometimes I'd be a bit muggy. Mm. I could be a bit squally, Wally. fucking muggy, but it'd be—that's
2: because <laughs> you've gone for the second glass, though.
1: But it'd be—it'd be cleared by ten, like at the uh, uh, the treble espresso would. Just clear the cobwebs and I'd be totally fine. But I've noticed now that I'm still waking up with the same muggy feeling even when I'm not drinking. So I'm starting to think that it's not connected to the whiskey. so I can start again. It's
2: probably just your age. Yeah, you should definitely start again, yeah.
1: Like I'm waking up hungover and I've had no drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe you're dehydrated and you just need to drink more water or something. I drank a fair bit know. of gin
3: now in the last month.
2: Gin. Yeah. That,
3: that and gin is now, when I've gone back, uh, I've gone because we're away and we're out and about and we get a bit of food in the hotels. So I've stayed in about 30 different hotels in a month. And I, we get down around seven o'clock, kitchens close at half eight in these hotels now. And we really look forward to having a drink. The lads all drink stout. Uh-huh. And I would go, give us, give us a gin and tonic. And they'd look at me and I'd say, A normal gin, tall glass, ice and lemon, no fancy old flour yolks. Give me a straight tonic. And you know, that's it. <laughs> And you can actually taste the gin. Yeah,
1: but gin
3: is an emotional drink. Gin. Is gin isn't uh, it I'd have two or maybe three before the dinner and then I'd have one during the dinner maybe three or four and before you know what
1: you're talking about
2: your feelings but <laughs> 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 <That> he's crying <laughs> by the time that he's, I didn't want lemon meringue I wanted we were strawberry bubble we 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 nobody ever listens to me when I'm
1: talking <laughs> we were in Cheltenham there
3: we were in Cheltenham a few years ago for one Paddy's Day and we had the three piece suits on the fourth suit of the week Paddy's Day and it was roasted and we started drinking gin at about ten in the morning I kid you not up at the up at up at the uh, at, at the track, by about three o'clock the next morning, I'm still drinking gin. Then the booze are off a side street in Cheltenham. And what was the effect it had on you? What effect did it have on me? We were staying in a townhouse, <laughs> <laughs> really nice, really nice townhouse. I woke up the next day with my mate Phil from Kildare. We were still in the suits, lights were on, Immersions were on, showers were on, Triton TS nineties were still were still running downstairs, every light, TV, everything on, front door wide open. And the two of us above in the bed, lying in the suits, we didn't even get into the bed. Well, I sat on the end of the fucking bed and I just held my head and I went, oh, Jesus Christ, did I pay the mortgage this month? Please help me, everyone. It was just complete and utter. When you get a copious amount of gin on yes. you, it clouds in.
1: <laughs> but I, met a, I met a great Dublin fella at about 11 o'clock one Friday morning. Uh, just off Grafton Street, down near Grogan's Bar. Love it. And I says, how are you getting on? Because I always talk in the accent of whoever I'm <laughs>
2: talking to. That's a good or. idea, yeah. that's yeah. good, that's, that's good. good. That's gruff,
3: that's gruff. <laughs> that's that's Smart. Rough. That's Smart. Sally
2: Noggin, yeah. I might start doing that.
1: I said, uh, how are you getting on? And he says, I was, I was on a very old lash last night, and I'm just going in here for the straightener. <laughs> 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 oh that was a beautiful yeah, phrase. Yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. beautiful folk phrase yeah. the straightener so would you that morning now would you have had a oh, straightener we'd, we'd have
3: to we showered we put on another suit and you're back up at the track and when you're back at the scene of the crime on the fourth day at 11 o'clock in the morning Yeah, I'm telling you but isn't that that
2: first drink after drinking the day before isn't it beautiful but is it you see I can't do do it I can't do it I die of a hangover like I mean lying on the bathroom floor getting the cold tiles to bring you back to life sick you know that dying in the nip Uh, on the floor absolutely on the floor
1: (laughs) (laughs) take me now on the tile
2: floor CSI not more yeah she's not dead she's just <laughs> drunk I don't want to get up I'm that sick but if I have to face into it the next day I can't do it I just oh, can't drink no, it I, I, like d- the I have day, a brewing bad day. headache
3: I'm like oh god I can't No drink. but say if it was the afters of wedding they always say the next day oh, after the wedding is a great day Oh yeah. the next day after the wedding you can let it you can open the top yeah. button in the suit and say fuck you's all now here we really go yeah. and by the time 10 o'clock comes that night you're giddy as
1: fuck.
2: No I can never get drunk what the second I'm night not. but then once you let the floodgate the second open, night oh, is
1: dream of it, lads. It's a class, the dream of waking up in a hotel after a wedding and you're mouldy and you phone down to room service and go, Will you send us up a pint of porter like a good lad now, please? We had a,
3: we, we had a couple of weddings, we had a couple of family weddings on Dippin's side in County Clare and it was always in the Falls Hotel in Ennistyman and I love going there the second day. All the Yank cousins were in from Boston and the next day when 30 or 40 of family are staying on and friends. Well we walked down the avenue of the Falls Hotel into the village of Ennis Diamond and we found some fucking great pubs and that was like 12, 1 o'clock and then an old toasted sandwich came out but by about 6 o'clock that evening with all the Yanks and they were copious amounts of Coors Light and Bud, they were buying Bud, Bud bottles of Budweiser all over the place but the crack the second day
1: is (laughs) fucking, how are the Yanks for drinking? Huh? Like with oh the, with, good. The key, with the key pace bottles
3: Bottles of bottles Of bottles of bottles And with the key pace with Coors you like Oh yeah Budweiser And then they
0: go I know the, they do get awful But get the off second day though. But
3: the second day Isn't that It's become an institution in Ireland The second day of the wedding Is when the real hardcore posse Start the supping Yeah Do suppin'. oh, I Can't wait
2: I love, love it Oh my god I love, love it. it I cannot wait Have we any it. weddings coming up Um, So <laughs> uh, just a follow Have we any weddings <laughs> Have we any <laughs> weddings coming up No no. you any weddings this year Remember
3: that years ago Oh fuck! We got invited to that wedding. Ah oh, fuck it. Are we going? Are we going? off oh, bollocks.
1: Yeah, weddings.
3: Half oh, balls. I have, have a few go?
1: weddings coming up. Really, I don't. I don't get invited to things. <laughs>
2: Well, that's not really that strange, seeing as you don't really... It was, was one year
1: there, we'd about eight Like Yvonne weddings. gets invited, but they say, oh, they, say, they, say,
2: they say, come on your own, Tommy stays out in the car. <laughs> that's what happens. Where is he? He's out in the car. in the car. That's what happens when you don't reply Did to you, people. Have you many weddings? Yeah, I have my friend Fiona's and Shane's wedding, which was put off from uh, how are last they? October, how are last December. Fiona so and Shane, yes. So that's coming up. We're looking forward to an eminent date announcement for that. Um, how, tell, tell
1: us, how was Audrey's wedding?
2: Audrey's and wedding. And you can tell us
1: about Clive's wedding.
2: <laughs> Audrey's wedding was in Meath, actually. She got oh, married in yeah, Clonabrini. Yeah. Clona, yeah. Clona oh, Clonabrini. She, she must have mm-hmm. been saving enough to get married in Meath. <laughs> <nya>.
3: Clonabrini <laughs> house. To the royals. Yeah, very boutiquey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, nya.
2: yes. Uh, Audrey's husband is from England, so his family Jeez. came over from England for that. Not the best action. crack of the wedding, are they? Oh, no, they're good, yeah. They get stuck in. Get stuck in, absolutely. Why not? Um, see, have you ever been to a wedding in England?
1: Um, I was at a funeral one time. They're not the same. The weddings and it was over very very quickly. It was the it was only about eight people at the funeral. It was said by a Polish priest with a Polish priest at the funeral. Sorry, only eight people at the funeral. It was said by a Polish priest wearing a fucking toupee. We (laughs) cremated the woman at twelve o'clock,
2: and by two o'clock, everyone was fucking driving home to their own houses. Yeah, Yeah, that's not right. Um, I was at a wedding there. The DJ started playing before the band. The wedding was over at 11 o'clock. What the fuck? The worst thing of all was, I went up to the bar to order a drink and I ordered a pint of Guinness for somebody and they fucking spilled out the Guinness like liquid molasses out into a glass and then put it on a vibrating plate to create a head. Have you seen oh, this yeah. thing?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck,
2: I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm just giving you a pat, mate. And I was like, Where is I don't know, it's from Manchester. <laughs> um, she uh, pulled that one out of the fire. Very good. And it uh, was absolutely vile. Like, that's, a, that's crime it's against like Guinness. It's He can't do that. The wedding was over before it started. Honest to God, we were going around <laughs> looking for somewhere to go drinking afterwards. It was yeah. a fucking disgrace. I love An Z. absolute disgrace. Lo-
0: hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mobile, we like to do the
3: opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot,
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I have a question for you.
1: <laughs> Is there a relation of yours that you don't know very much about that you're kind of intrigued by? Is a relation, someone in your family, that you don't really have a fierce amount of connection with, but that fucking...
2: It's mysterious, like.
1: or just that you'd want to get to know. Like, for me, it would be my granddad. I, I had two granddads, and a, I... And they'd have to be still alive. No, 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 but these guys, are, these guys are... These guys were dead before I was born. Okay. My grandfather, William, on my mother's side, he was reared in an orphanage in County Tipperary. His name, surname was Brian. William Brian. B-R-Y-A-N. Reared in an orphanage. Joined the army going from one institution to another, Mm. thought his surname was too English to be in the Irish Army. So changed it to O'Brien, B-R-I-E-N. I've never seen a photograph of the man, i know nothing about him. So he's there as a kind of a ghost my mother's father mm. he's there as a kind of a she never spoke about him. Any thick pictures? No, I've seen one picture of him one time that somebody mm. sent What did end. he look like? He fine looking tall man.
2: Was he, he in the army uniform?
1: He was in the army uniform and the only thing a neighbour of ours down in Clonmel one time said oh strict man. Mm. A strict man. That's all I know about him. But my other grandfather who has the same name as me Tom Tiernan on my father's side again he was he died before I was born. A fine looking man. Worked as an agricultural advisor from Kilmain in the county of Mayo. Yes. Big connection to Lewisburg as well. His story was, and he's the one that I'm kind of intrigued by. Like the other fellow, William, is too much of a dark Mystery, presence. yeah, too I, much. I, don't, I need more info before I can connect with him. Mm. But Tom, Tom Tiernan, I just have a, I know nothing about him really, but I'm kind of, I'm drawn to the story of the man. He grew up in Kilmaine, and all of his family got TB and wiped it wiped them all out. He survived, um, worked as an agricultural advisor. He was part of the people that was, um, when they were transplanting people from Mayo and Galway to Rathcarn, mm. he was part of the kind of the overseeing that whole process, you know. He got TB then. Now, I don't, there might be relations of mine listening to this now who know more than I do. Mm. So the information that I have is that Tom, <clears throat> contracted TB then again? No, he he didn't have oh, he it, didn't have it the first but the one. whole family got it, and it c- killed all of them, all ah. his brothers and sisters. He got it, and then what well, the story I heard was that, and the phrase they used was, um, "It was a phrase my father used." His nerves just went oh, yeah. right, and he ended up checking into I think it's a one of the big psychiatric hospitals in Dublin. Like some, there was some sort of a collapse. That you've gotten the disease that has killed. Mm -hmm. So I think there was Mm -hmm. a big wave again of TB in the 50s and 60s. So Tom Tiernan from County Mayo got it. And the pure, beautiful head in him. The gorgeous, friendly nature of him. His nerve went. He just, something happened. The body couldn't cope. So he was was
2: your father's father. Yeah, there was some some sort
1: of a a, a collapse, Mm. psychological surrender. That's
2: a debilitating
1: thing. He couldn't cope. So that that was the mental side of the of a physical disease. He couldn't cope, and I guess he just back in them days. I said, "Well, Tom, you you, you might need to spend some time in hospital or something." Mm. You know and we'll get you to the far side of this. So we checked in. I think it was to Saint Pat's the psychiatric hospital in Dublin. Well, I I like I said, I don't know for sure. And did he die after he died in, there? in the hospital? He wow. had a, he had a stroke or a heart attack, <coughs> and, he and what age would he have been? He would have been in his sixties. But there was no cure for tuberculosis back then. But that's but not that's not what killed him. What killed him was yeah. a stroke or a heart attack.
2: The stress of it all. But isn't it funny years ago people would always say has oh, his nerves were at him. Yeah. You know, it was just a phrase, yeah. wasn't it? That when you're so sick,
3: when you're sick physically.
2: And would you have wanted to meet him to know more about him or
1: Just to have spent some time in his company. Just because so when I talk about when I talk about the type of grandfather I'd like to be. Mm. I'm imagining the type of grandfather he would have been. Had they to moved
2: me. away from Mayo then? As your father wasn't born in Mayo, was he?
1: No, they they were reared in Athlone. In Athlone, uh, but they, my 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 father's uh, siblings they would have spent loads of time in Mayo growing up. Mm. All the summers in Mayo, riding horses in Mayo, working farms. Well, you Mayo.
2: knew your granny then.
1: Oh, my granny lived till I was about twenty. Yeah, yeah. So did she you ever talk?
2: I suppose when you're twenty, you don't ask questions it, until you get older, do you? Yeah,
1: it was kind of like it. It just wasn't a topic Mentioned. that was discussed. No, it wasn't hidden. There were photographs of him, and he's a beautiful-looking man. And I just there's a photograph of him of a, of a riding a horse in Mayo, <laughs> and he just looks like a friendly old Mayo yeah. man. Have you, you got you know those I mean? photos somewhere? Yeah. yeah, they're 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 mainly in Athlone. All mm, them photos. Nice. But so they're the two people. That I'd be curious about, in but mainly my grandfather Tom. Is there anybody in your side that you go? Mm. I wonder what they were like in their. They are blood of mine, and I know nothing about them (coughs) in their heyday.
2: Yeah, of course, I suppose like that. My, I didn't know my. one of my grannies and my two grandfathers, they were both, they were all dead before mm. I was born. Um, so I suppose you would like to have heard stories from them or or seen them. And my father is great. He's a great memory for the old stories. And mm. when he was growing up, because he, he did never really left Mayo in terms of he was always in the farm. And so he'd, all, he'd always have loads of stories about the older generation of men that were there. You know, as he was a, as a teenager and working alongside all them, so it's so interesting to hear yeah. those stories. You know, I mean, it was like.
1: Are there any other women called Larita in your family? No. There's Lauras and Ritas, is
3: there? Yeah, Eta's. M-
2: okay. But there's no Laritas. I don't even know if there's. So there's Lar-
3: Lauras and Ritas and Eta's?
2: Rita no. Yeah. There in is. your family.
3: Uh-huh. Ah, interesting.
2: But yeah, I just I don't know. Like I think I think the the big thing that I wish and that I didn't do and I spend a lot of time I think now talking to my dad about things you know stories and stuff so that you can kind of remember them and have them now and I see my nieces and nephews would sit around and listen to him and they're probably like what on yeah. earth like you're mm. 8 years of age and you're 83 or whatever you know and it's like and what do they call him? Granddad. Granddad. yeah what's his, what's his first name? Brendan
1: Grand, and was it, was it, was it, was it Brendan uh, is it Bren Brendan Brendan's Bren a bit Dublin
2: no just Brendan Brendan yeah.
1: Brendan blew it
2: Brendan blew it Grandad yeah. Brendan blew it Yeah that's it Just Brendan Fucking.
1: And does he have sweets in his pocket? No What would he have in his pocket? Calf nuts? Penknives and a stuff Pen, pen
2: knife. <laughs> pen knife. Or, or a kitchen knife Which I found one day going Dad you can't bring that out of <laughs> you. You bloody stab yourself I said I bought that for chopping onions Like Where from, was he going with a cutting going? bale and twine or no, something? No cutting, ba- pl- cutting the black plastic off the round <laughs> bale No I know where he
1: was going He's going to see that cunt
2: of a Christian brother teacher Teacher. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Show you there, you bad
1: bastard.
2: <laughs> he was going up to to kill a few uh, fish in the in the lake. Yeah. But there I was there going, Dad, like he, honest to God, like you can't just walk around with a knife in your pocket. What if you fall over? I bought I got him one of these things recently, you know, they're like an emergency panic button oh, yeah.
0: that watch. you put
2: in the house. Yeah, they're like a, a watch and you just press the outside of it and we went through the whole process, booked it in. The man came, installed it, told him all about it. Whereabouts in the house is it? It's just in where the phone is, but you the thing is mobile. You walk around in it and it's, it's got an E, I think like something like a 250 foot radius. Mm. You know, you so, you, so it's on his wrist? Yeah, it's like a watch. So you fall, you press it. Yeah, okay. and I says to him, he said, Giz, that'll be handy now when I'm in town. And I said, how do you mean it'll be handy when you're in town? And he says, well, sure, like if I fell on the street. I said, Dad, it only works if you're around the house. Like the woman's not going to be able to talk to you if you press the button in balana And he was like, Oh, for God's sake, he said, I wouldn't got it at all if I thought that. <laughs> I said, what, you bought it, you I said, when do you go walking around Ballina? Like, <laughs> I don't see that happening very often. And he was like, ah, oh. he said, sure, for sake, he said, sure, if I fell around here, someone would find me. I said, the whole point of it is if we don't find you, like. So Does he have
1: any problem living on his own?
2: No, none whatsoever. And what age is he? He's 83. That's great. And, no, just and he cooks for himself. His dinner, like I do is shopping for him and I'll go and buy him, like, you know, be creative. I might buy him some fish or I'll buy him, you know... He loves chicken kievs. So I buy him chicken Kievs every. Hey. So I buy him, and then I, I send leave everything in the fridge, and then he cooks it all himself. And he'll boil his own spots, he'll make his own dinner. Like sometimes That's I'll bring brilliant. up his dinner to him, but and then you'd say to him, I'd say, I'm not hungry now this evening, and I'd say, Oh why? What did you have for lunch? Well, I'd four sausages, two rashers, four eggs. I'm like, Dad, for fuck's sake, like you can't eat that much. Like, oh lads are mad for the fry. They, oh, they love they it love the fry. They love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, or like you'd have a phone. Like, my sister-in-law says to me yesterday, I, I said, i almost see what he has for dinner, and she says, Well he was eating a full bucket of chicken wings for <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be okay for dinner honestly God <laughs> like I'd buy him something fancy you know like chicken wings and then the next thing he's there eating them with some them. like garlic saucer you know like he does all that stuff himself <laughs> so what I noticed
1: is that our lads can be um uh, if, if our lads are living on their own they can be proud of what they're able to do for themselves yeah like when my before Covid when my lad was living on his own uh he'd got into the house and he'd be there oh yeah yeah yeah. Do you want some soup and he'd have, he'd have made soup three weeks ago and he's oh yeah <laughs> that's grand that's totally grand or he'd make a big pot of food and it'd do yeah. him for the week yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and yeah. he loves that yeah my father is uh, is absolutely it just amazes me what he'd eat and it, things go off in the fridge like I wouldn't eat it yeah. Jesus, he'd eat it oh Jesus that's fine there best dad before. I bought that for you for three weeks ago that's grand. It's uh, grand that best before is only oh, now yeah, sh- that. that's
3: only now scam yeah
2: like was like the
3: week it's only a week know, I, I, and then it was in the
2: fridge shop yeah, it's in
3: the fridge shop <laughs> once it's in the fridge Fuck uh, it. Well, taste that
2: my brother goes we've a dog he's a dog the dog sits right beside him beside the table It's yeah. is great because everything falls down on the floor and he's like that dog doesn't eat much I said no because <laughs> she's said about fucking six sausages that she threw on the floor and that you just eat <laughs> hey, chicken wings yeah. does he just throw she, it off the table yeah, but, and the, oh, oh, oh absolutely oh, oh, oh. and he, he doesn't even understand why you need to use a plate as well he just uses the table he thinks the table Table what? is his plate. Like you, you put your dinner on a table on the on the plate. Yeah, yeah, But the rest of it, like I buy him these apple turnovers, and my brother says to me, "If you fucking bring them apple turnovers to the house anymore, and I says why? Because there's fucking crumbs everywhere. <laughs> he eats them. Does he he like doesn't even use the plate. <laughs> and an there's and crumbs, there's flakes of the buns everywhere. Guess, all yes, over the they're fucking spoil the man oh, and, spoiling the and, and, and Oh, spoiling them away. And then he'll have a drop of putine in his coffee at eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh, fucking drive on, yeah. Yeah. Oh yes.
1: I wish I wish he was my granddad. <laughs> he has a drop oh, of puchin in the ele- at the eleven
2: o'clock coffee. Oh, dropping in, yeah, A little teaspoon oh, of it in there, warm him up, and nice. he's ready to go. No
3: for wonder the day. he's in good form during the day. He's steep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he has ten chicken wings <laughs> for dinner <He> for a <laughs> lot of munchies.
1: Um, so. And what in terms of entertainment now? Would the, what would the radio be on? The all radio
2: day? be mostly on. Yeah, and he just wouldn't be into the television that awful much. Um, oh, Midwest radio. Midwest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, he lo- and we got him an iPad, and he loves the death notices. Oh yeah. He's checking them every day. I, just of course, just, just yeah. In yeah. Case I love the death out. notices. Country, as well, I country,
1: like yeah. country, country people.
2: He loves the he loves Don and the death notices. And <laughs> um, here,
1: uh, what does he do of an evening? Like when he th- all the work on the farm is done?
2: He'll, ha- he'll have his dinner around 7 o'clock or 8 yeah. o'clock and then he'll have Guinness or whiskey or... I fucking like and a farmer name. at the back of it and all. And he'll read the paper from Sunday until Thursday. He, and he's loved the sport? Yeah. Loves it, which is no sport. N- no he, sport. Well, he only down? likes the football. Have like. you the
3: sky in from now? Or what have you well, had? he doesn't
2: watch the telly at all. Like. No? Not really. He'd prefer to listen to the radio. Would he phone ye? Oh he sometimes faced so the problem is then you see the iPad was had all my mother's contacts in the iPad after she died yeah and uh <laughs> like Sometimes
1: He's not phoning up spinsters Is he No no For, no, no but FaceTime.
2: One of the, the nurses One of my mother's uh, Nurses How she, you? Eleven o'clock On Saturday night She's like I was getting a FaceTime From your mother and it was like I was there going oh, <laughs> Something is seriously wrong And she would be FaceTiming People on the phone yeah. he, he he says to me one day Jesus He says I was talking To Sharon over In Newcastle yesterday My cousin you know And I said, Oh where are you Why Oh she FaceTimed me And I said that's very nice of her how did she think to FaceTime you? Yeah? It was how he FaceTimed her but he couldn't believe that someone came on the screen like of the iPad so he's <laughs> randomly I had to delete all the contacts of the iPad so he faced I put four numbers in me my, sis, my two sisters and he FaceTimes away at us Ah that's Lo- great <laughs> isn't it? So he loves all that stuff yeah
1: And in terms of the work around the farm what would what would the work consist of now for him at 83 what work does he oh, do? Oh he's
2: always pottering wood. Like doing what though? He'd be feeding the cattle feeding them like silage Lovely Yeah and I don't know. Would he drive like he, the tractor and feed the yeah, all? Yeah, and my Would brother he? is concerned because no, the door <coughs> fell off the tractor there recently and he's driving around without the door and the tractor and he's afraid he'd fall out. <laughs> I said, well, unless he stands up and walks around the tractor a and farm, he's driving. He never he went, fall
3: out of the tractor. He's no, a farming man.
2: No, he's a farming man. And then, yeah, so he'd just be driving around in the tractor and he'd be feeding the cat. Tipping away,
1: and doing jobs.
2: Yeah, just love stuff. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. What about
1: you, Hector? Is there something in your...
2: No, but it's
3: great hearing those stories. I mean, the, the tuberculosis is close to my heart because my mother got it when she was 12 and she had to go away from her family for a couple of years. Really? To, yeah, she's, she spent two years in the asylum, as it was called, which was Merlin Park. Oh, yeah. So she spent two years there in clean, fresh air away from her family as a teenager, which is quite a horrific thing to think about that that was in the 1950s in Ireland. Yeah. But the consumption... Uh, the person I, I'm intrigued about and I never met is my mother's mother and she was a, a character on a high nelly who used to go round house to house and tell stories and sing songs especially of an evening in rural Tum and have a little nip of whiskey and travel to another house and swap stories and uh, I never met her. What was her name? Uh, Madge. Madge Larkin. And I never met her. I di- uh, she died in 68. I was born 69. Well, I can see sometimes where I get bits and pieces of myself. And I'd say I'd lo- like, I liked seeing the photos of her. But um, it was just a totally different time back then.
1: And did your, did your mum have good things to say about Madge? Yes,
3: yes. I know I know. my mum got everything from her and she got all her little quirks and her characters and her f- sense of humour. But, I, I, you know, it's...
1: Was she kind of like a Shanahee or something, Yeah, she's just
3: very well known in the area for passing through houses and stopping for crack.
2: Isn't that interesting? Yeah,
3: man? and well into stories and singing a little bit of a song. And then the Hi Nelly. And like if you saw when my mother was born, someday when we're on the road between Tume and Milltown, halfway along, we'll turn off and I'll bring you up there it's someday. Bleak. It's bleak. It's bleak. There's grass grown in the middle of the laneway there's it's a dead end it's a little lean to and a couple of sheds when my mum was born in the middle of a it's there's n, there's one bungalow along the laneway and then another bungalow it's it's rural like mm. really remote but at night time you can see the steeple of chumb 5 or 6 miles away Kilbannon is over to the right hand side this area is called Currahan. but uh, just amazing to think that she went from house to house back then in different times. So I would have loved to have found out more about her from my mum, uh, unfortunately. But uh,
2: That's where you got your to learn. And I've a,
3: I've a real interest in, a, in an uncle in London, Uncle John, Sean Larkin, John Larkin, who went to London in the, 60, in the 60s, the end of the 60s, and became a very wealthy man in London. And every time I meet him, and I met him recently at a funeral, and he's getting older, but he's just... Fucking he used to love the Six Nations and the rugby. Yeah. He'd fly to Paris for Ireland versus France. He'd be in the middle of twickenham and he'd be on the rip for four days. He'd have four hundred and fifty men walking from in the seventies. Oh, he was a he has a house uh, on the race course near Ascot. It backs on onto the golf course. Now the swimming pool's hundred and fifty yards long. The, this this is a 20 that's, that's
1: longer than the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> this this man Do they go this, there this, this, practice? this
3: man has done well back in the day in england he had a couple of hundred of lads on sites working for him and he built all over wimbledon and cheam and morden and surrey and made his money made his money but he fucking loves a few drinks and he's always good crack he's 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 and every time i meet him he's just there's a, just a wildness to him even though in his in his late 70s now there's a real wildness to him he married ma- married kids they're all uh, all grown up but he's just he's got that di- I, I was with him a couple of years ago we were over there in the house and he was there it was a Saturday afternoon and it's a big house now we were staying in one's area but the kids were loving it and he's there right we go he's had a half tomb half London accent <laughs> right and we go down get an old Indian lads <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said right He goes, and we'd had a couple of drinks and he said I said I got a dip and he was like we'll be grand we're fine we're only up the road so you into the big Mercedes and the two of us were half steamed and we drove about six miles an hour past these massive <laughs> with, houses. with the hazards on <laughs> <laughs> up into the Indian and he knows all the boys well Chad watch. all right all right whatever he wants so we ordered loads of Chinese we had two drinks in the, or in the Indian we had two, two bottles of tiger beer in the well, Indian you were with. just to get a sup on but he is a real he's a real wild West of Ireland lad who done well and uh, I always have a lot of time for him. He's still alive and uh, I, I, I need to spend more time with him because he's got great stories of London in the 70s yeah. and fucking this. I built that. I built those and we built that. He Like those guys that went from the West of Ireland to London and made their fame and oh, fortune. Yeah. Yeah. just fucking great because they came from nothing all my mum's side the but, larkins
1: but they, they would need a type of ruthlessness in order to succeed
3: oh smart yeah do you know but what they, mean? Were in a, they were in an expanding city at the right time pricing the right jobs and they had men they had the ammunition of hundreds of men, plasterers and electricians and first fixers and second fixers and ground men and groundworks. I mean, that the, the wealth of of the Irish in in England is phenomenal, especially those who went to London. Now, what I
2: love about it is they went off when they were 15, 16 years of age, like left, you know, rural Mayo or rural Galway with nothing and nothing. like they didn't go over to a wealthy uncle that was there or they didn't go yeah. over to a family member that was there already established and they set up you know they had no they would no trade you know they but they learned a trade they thought oh well I'll be a carpenter because there's work to be done on roofing or whatever and then they just made it big, like yeah. and then set, you see the opposite side of it and some fellas went there and they couldn't afford to even fly home again yeah, or there's come two home sides and there, there is there. there. yeah.
1: there's fellas who, who, who just didn't make it and who kind of who worked hard like hard yes for back yeah. and work but just circumstance they never moved out of the bedsit they never yeah. stopped drinking and mm. you know, work hard play hard and which is a fine philosophy but maybe it's a f- philosophy that can mm. uh, destroy as well yeah. if you're in the wrong place that's the sad side of it yeah. but it's interesting Hector talking about him and talking about Granny Madge is that they sound like people with the fucking life force in them. Oh yeah. yeah. And, how, and your, yes. and your yes. dad, Larita. It's about, <clears throat> it's so invigorating to meet people who are still lively on the inside.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: It's yeah. wonderful. And I, that thing about Madge Hector, about Granny Madge on the bicycle, just that fucking hinterland of tomb and small roads and bicycles, and you wouldn't even knock on in. You just fucking Straight enter in. the house and sit down oh, yeah. and a song. It's so fucking romantic. It's so yes. You can say I would prefer that. I'd if if you give me an option of being Madge or a millionaire, give me Madge because Madge has the crack alive inside her. Yeah, do you know what I
3: mean? And
2: it's lovely hopping
3: it? up in a high nelly at one o'clock in the morning on yeah. a summer's evening, going from a house and going home, not a care in the world, and rural little borings I mean that's that's just something majestic on it. Beautiful.
1: Fucking beautiful, yeah. All the talk of drink, I don't think I'll go seven minutes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need
1: one now. And I think it's what it's made me realise is the reason why Irish people call whiskey what they do. They call it the water of life. <laughs> Ishka Baha. It's a great one, So isn't I'll it? raise a glass to you this evening. That's all from us today, everybody. If you have enjoyed this episode, please uh be sure to go to our subscriber episode, which is out every Monday. Go to ACast Plus, or go just Google it and find it. I don't know exactly
3: how.
2: you do it It's it's all there. You put on
1: it? a very posh accent.
3: When I know, yeah, it. I do. Can you do my answering machine on my phone? I know, should Accent is lovely. I think
2: I might set up a little professional Hi. business. Hi, Larissa here. Leave a voice man. My wife
1: Yvonne used to work with Ronnie Drew in the Dubliners, or she met him one time. But she got Ronnie to do her voicemail. <laughs> oh, brilliant. people <laughs> so have really speaking to Yvonne. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yvonne can't get to the phone right now
2: uh-huh, that's class <laughs> leave a message or I'll kill you <laughs> I'll kill you and thanks to Kovasal as well uh, for having us here every oh, yeah, day my nostrils. Yeah. Uh, they have inv- they have definitely infiltrated our noses but they've kept us and they've alive and sane and made us sure we're safe to be here every week so. God bless and thanks, good luck guys.